Tressa. I'm Taylor. And we are not amused. Today we will be talking about fantastic beasts and where to find them. Yes. The movie. The movie. Not the textbook. No. (laughs) Which we have not read. No. That exists though, I think. It does. The whole thing. Mm Mm-hmm. If you really want that. People do. (laughs) I guess. They sell it, so they must want it. Um, this was the first time that either of us had seen it. Yes, and we're both huge Harry Potter fans, in case you didn't know already somehow. This is only like our fourth or fifth Harry Potter episode. (laughs) But this is at least not about Harry Potter directly. It's just about the... Before. Universe. Yeah. The wizarding universe. Created by a person we don't like that much. But that's okay. The universe is much cooler than... Anyway, tea. Tea. (laughs) Okay, I'm really excited about this tea I'm drinking because it sounds really good. Um, But this is a tea forte tea. Um, Taylor has been drinking a lot of these Mm -hmm. in recent podcast episodes. But not this one. But not this one. I was like, I want to try one you haven't had yet. So I'm doing the orange jasmine tea. It's an organic green tea. Description says, sunshiny citrus brightens up fragrant night-blooming jasmine. Hmm. So, sounds good. Sounds refreshing. I'm excited. There you go. Yeah. And it smells so good. Yeah, it does. Just the tea leaves by themselves. Mm-hmm. So fragrant. So Yeah. Very orangey. Mm-hmm. Very. I am drinking, and you don't even know what I'm drinking. Mm-mm. This is a mystery <laughs> to me, too. I am drinking, it's called White Bamboo White Pomegranate. It's a white tea. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my stepmom gave me this one. It's just, like, one single packet. Mm-hmm. Versus... I don't have, like, a whole thing of it. Uh-huh. And the back says... White peony tea and fresh tart pomegranate blended with hibiscus and rose hips. Huh. Mm-hmm. Low caffeine. Oh, good. <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I'm not sure. I... It doesn't sound like one I'd like. Yeah, I don't know if I will, but I figured I should just try it. Sure. That's what this is all about. Yes, it is. Let's figure out what we like. Cool. Okay. okay. I got my notes pulled up. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fantastic beasts and where to find them. Fantastic beasts and where to find them. Okay. Now you know who Newt's commander is. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Newt's commander. Newt. And I was like, commander. I don't think I do know who his commander is. <laughs> like, did I miss something? No. Okay. Um, yes, finally, I know who, like, what that name is. Although in my notes, I think I just referred to him as the animal guy a couple times. It took me a minute to get, like, his name down. Hmm. He's mentioned in the Harry Potter books. Well, because he's the author of yeah. this textbook they need. <laughs> I don't, I mean, but he wasn't an, a character that he, No. He wasn't really important, so I don't think he stuck with me at all. That's fair. That name. You know, mm-hmm. I would, wouldn't matter. Anyway. That's fair. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to ask the question I always like to ask. Did you have any expectations going into it? <laughs> no. N- I mean, no, not really, honestly. I didn't, I honestly didn't know what it was going to be because mm-hmm. I've never, like, read what it's about. I've never looked it up. I've never, I've even avoided all of the Super Crown Brothers videos on Fantastic Beasts, so I literally had no idea. Yeah, same. What Which I was going fun, into. Yeah. In my opinion. So, no, not really. Okay. Um, I kind of knew who some of the characters might be because they've been mentioned in, like, other Harry Potter videos by the Crown Brothers, but okay. I didn't know who they were. Like, I didn't know Tina and Queenie were sisters. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know Jacob was a muggle. Or a, a nomage. Okay, I, I loved that. You do? Uh-huh. I don't. <laughs> just because you're used to muggle. Maybe. I actually just loved the, just the idea that in America, the witches and wizards are a little different with the mm-hmm. way that they do things. I was like, okay, that makes sense that we'd do something as simple as nomage. We wouldn't even have a new word for it. 
<laughs> right. Murka. Murka. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I just, they kept saying it, and I was like, I really do prefer Muggle over it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I don't know. That's just me. That's actually one of my notes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I will say I did have a couple expectations. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know where this first one came from, but I really thought it took place in, like, the 40s. Mm. Clearly, it's, like, the 20s, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know what, I can't remember where I got that from, but I truly thought, just made me from seeing, like, trailers briefly years ago when it came out, which was, like, what, 2014? Oh, I don't, well, I have it right here. Just look that up. Let me see. It's been a minute, though, because they've come up with another one since. <laughs> 2016. 2016. Okay. But, yeah, I really thought it took place in the 40s. It's the 20s. Mm-hmm. So that surprised me. Well, maybe and it's just his outfit. I I don't know. But their hair is so 20s. Like, I don't know how I missed. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you didn't pay attention to the women. I didn't pay attention. <laughs> Clearly, they don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Not in this movie. They matter. They do. The president um, of the Wizards is a woman. I thought that was pretty cool. Madam President something. I don't her know name her name. Her name was long and complicated from what I remember. Starts with a P. It's like, that seems hard. I'm not going to try to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I expected it to be in a different time period, so that did. That mm. was surprising. And then, I guess just from well, the very, very little I knew about it, I figured it would be about, like, him tracking down creatures. Right. I didn't think it would be him getting, like, roped into a totally unrelated situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that. I thought it was going to be his story. And then I also figured it also took place in England. I did, too. So I was like, what? We're in, we're in New York? There was a <laughs> tinge of disappointment when I was like, oh, this is all taking place in America. <laughs> I love that you were mad about that. only British person. (laughs) He sure was. It is interesting Mm -hmm. that he's, I don't know, just the way they went about that is interesting, to say the least. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if the sequel will take place in New York or or back in England, Mm -hmm. where he went back to at the end of the movie. Yeah. Of course, I don't know where they took Grindelwald at the end when they arrested him. Well, they have him. So I guess it's kind of a lie... Which, I guess, right, they're at the top. Spoilers for this movie if you have not seen it. Just yeah, in come case. on, people. There's anyone who hasn't. I mean, we can't say that because we just watched it for the first time. So. But no, I mean, you gotta know, going into the episode, there will oh, be yeah. spoilers. There's gonna be spoilers. I guess you could argue that Grindelwald was also a British person. But he yeah. didn't show up until, like, the last part of the movie. Right. And he was in it for, like, two minutes. You got to hear a little bit of accent. Yeah, he said like two. But of course, I think two lines. We all know. I mean, Johnny Depp is American, right? I think so. Holy shit! As I was saying <laughs> that, I was like, he is American. He can just do I, those accents. And I really doubted myself there for a second. American actor. Yep. Okay. Phew. I was like, that's funny. <laughs> so my very first note in this movie. Okay. Which I only took, like, three during, and then the rest were afterthoughts once I'd, like, digested it. Um, <laughs> Newt's commander, or the actor, or how the actor played Newt's commander, I'm not really sure because I've never seen him in anything else, mm-hmm. reminds me of the what 11th Are you about doctor. to fucking say? Are you serious? It's in my notes. Are you shitting me? Yeah. So reminds me of Matt Smith as the doctor oh, is what's in my notes. Where's my note? I'm dying. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. What the fuck is my name? <laughs> the way Newt talks reminds me a little of Matt Smith as the doctor. That is verbatim in my notes. The way he talks. And also I feel like some of his like body movements. Yes. Like the way he carries himself and things like that. And he's like really awkward, which I feel like the 11th doctor is. Mm-hmm. And But also like very sure of himself mm-hmm. with the stuff he knows. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god. I'm so glad you picked up on that. That's hilarious. Yeah. So for me, it was... I'd be watching it, and I'd be like, oh, I'm not watching Doctor Who. That's right. Uh-huh. Like, focus back in. This is the Harry Potter universe, mm-hmm. not the Doctor Who universe. Do you know, um, I think the part where that first occurred to me, I'm pretty sure, was when we first went into the suitcase and got to see his, like, menagerie. 
mm-hmm. of animals and he was walking around tending to all of them and talking about them and I was like oh he's in his element and I was like he's very much like the doctor in his TARDIS right now yeah and then it just kind of clicked with like the way he spoke and stuff too mm-hmm. and I was like oh my god this seems really similar and then I feel like there was another moment where he just reminded me of the doctor in general not even necessarily Matt Smith and it was the, <laughs> the rhino scene when oh, he was yeah. like trying to like communicate with it mm-hmm. and i was like why is that something i feel like the doctor would do because it is like with no shame right he'd be like and like weirdly like posing <laughs> rolling just around to, like, the ground yeah rolling around <laughs> just to get this like animal to communicate with him or calm down or whatever i was mm-hmm. like it's very doctor <laughs> uh well honestly it was the very first note I put in, and I'm it amazed that was literally like basically the first. Scene. It's amazing that it came that fast. What is the first? He's on the boat. Oh wow! And one of his creatures. I I I had a hard time understanding this actor sometimes when he was talking. Me too. And it wasn't the accent; it was the way he talks. Is it kind of like breathy to you? Did you get that? A little breathy, a little, like, mumbly. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure out exactly how to describe the way he spoke, because it is very unique. Yeah. So, and it almost, almost sounds like he has maybe, like, a little bit of a lisp or something, but in, like, a British accent. <laughs> and not, like, a harsh one. Yeah, just a just, smidgen. Yeah. Yeah. So he said something to a creature that was in there, and he was, like, telling him to calm down or something. Oh, okay. And it was, like, right there. I was like, hmm. And so right I waited. There. I waited to see. And then I think I ended up writing it down when he was, like, going through security or uh-huh. immigration or whatever when he was in America and talking to the guy. Mm-hmm. Just, like, the way he was, like, like the way he was holding a suitcase and acting and... When he had to put it up there to show the guy and just all of his mannerisms. I was like, this is so much like Matt Smith. I agree. <laughs> oh my God. It makes me really happy that you picked up on that too as much as I did. Yeah. Uh, Almost to the point where it was like distracting throughout uh-huh. the movie. So uh-huh. that's kind of a bummer. I feel like if you haven't watched Doctor Who, I guess I should say I haven't seen Matt Smith in a bunch of other stuff, so I don't know how he acts in other characters, but... Well, you've seen him in The Crown. No, I haven't watched that yet. Never mind. <laughs> also, why? It's I need so to. It's so good. <laughs> it's on my list. Um, so I don't know if he kind of acts like that in all of his characters, but specifically mm-hmm. Matt Smith as the 11th Doctor was what he reminded me of. Hmm. Okay. So, yeah. I agree. Um, what, when was that on TV? The 11th Doctor Seasons? Do you have any idea? Mm-mm. I have such a hard time knowing because I didn't start watching any of it until so long after it aired. Did you, did you look it up? I'm trying, but I can't find it. <laughs> I can't remember what season he started. So, anyway, well before this movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Matt Smith is the OG, awkward, genius-ish, whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me kind of want to look into it and see if the guy... I should have looked up who the actor is. I have no idea who Newt's Commander mm. actor is. Eddie Redmayne. I okay. believe that's how you say his name. The only other thing I've seen him in is Les Mis. Oh. Which is like, I hate it. The movie version. Mm. Who is he? Marius. Oh, okay. Empty chairs at empty tables. The one who doesn't care about his friend Eponine. Yeah, no, I know. I got it. <laughs> I just had to throw that out there. Okay. Out. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, and, but, I don't, I feel like he's kind of the same in it, but it's been so long, I don't want to say for sure. I'm just curious if you took any inspiration from Matt Smith's Doctor. Maybe. For Newt Scamander's role. Now we have to look this up. Especially since we both picked up on it. Like, mm-hmm. it's a thing. There's probably a whole fandom page out there that's, like, talking He's about it. He's the doctor. Uh-huh. Look, his suitcase is bigger on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to be fair, Hermione had a purse that did that, too. Granted, she came after Newt's commander. But it's some kind of spell you can put on your luggage or mm-hmm. purses or whatever, so. You know who also had a um, bag like that? Mary Poppins. She could be the doctor. Yeah, there's been theories on that. Okay, I see that, though. Mm-hmm. Big time. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> anyway, no, we're here to talk about. It. Mm. I need, I need to, I need to watch like a video on that conspiracy. <laughs> How Mary Poppins? I think is, like, the Super Carlin brothers might. Oh no, they don't do please. Doctor Who. It's like, I need that. I need that theory in my life because that makes 100% sense. <laughs> anyway. A lot of my stuff is kind of more towards the later part of the movie. Okay. Although I did make a note that I felt like they're um, apparating and disapparating like so much throughout the movie was like really hard for me. It was like making me kind of dizzy watching it because that's... Well barely used in the harry potter movies mm-hmm. which is what i'm more I familiar with right and so i was like oh god they're just like fighting and disappearing and reappearing and it's like a lot to take Man, in just think about often you do that if you could though it's true all the time mm-hmm. my notes kind of go throughout the movie okay so let's um, kind of go off yours and then i can pick up <laughs> whenever i have a note i mean my first one though was about <laughs> but <laughs> why is colin Firth evil it's Colin Farrell, <laughs> not Colin Firth. Um, I've recently discovered, um, although I like knew that. I know who they are. You just got them, the name. But they're up. both freaking Colin British, F. I think. Colin F's with black hair, mm-hmm. handsome. You know, it's like, you're just setting me up for failure, honestly. Yeah. But okay, yeah, I, I still feel like that's one of my biggest overall things with the movie that I just really was not understanding. I was like, what? But what does he want? What's his, like, end goal? And, like, well, you understand it now. Knowing right? now he's Grindelwald and knowing yeah. that Grindelwald was for, like, you know, having the wizards being, like, in control and, like, living with the muggles as yeah. subservient and all that stuff. Like, now knowing that, I understand it a little bit better. But I was just like, who, who is this guy and why does he, why is, why is he so shady? And yeah. that was just his first scene. I felt like he was shady. I was mm. like, what's going on with this guy? You know. Um, See, I didn't pick it up in his first scene. I think the first time I saw him on screen, I was like, he's going to be the evil guy. I don't know why. I guess I was just waiting for, like, Grindelwald himself to show up at some point. So I wasn't thinking, mm-hmm. like, any of the characters we were meeting were going mm-hmm. to be evil. There was a point that I, with that character that I was like, oh, okay. He's definitely... <laughs> Not a good guy. I didn't think he was Grindelwald disguised oh, as someone neither. else. I didn't see that coming at all. I thought he was like one of Grindelwald's followers sure. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the whole ending, like, well, I wouldn't say shocked me because I know what the second movie, like, I, I know the title of the second movie. Right. <laughs> at the very least. So I knew he was coming. I just figured he was like the subject of the second movie. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know he would be at the end of this movie at all. Yeah. Mm, my other notes are things we talked about. Oh, we're in New York? Interesting. That's a quote from my notes. Uh, one of my notes is, LOL, back when streets were used by pedestrians, too. Oh, I know. Can I you imagine? Think, I was like, they're going to get hit by a car. What are they doing? That's just how you did it back then. I know. I wasn't used to it. Isn't that weird? Yes. Well, because cars went how fast? Not very. Not that fast. So, I mean, you still get hurt or killed uh-huh. if you got hit, but it's like, we're not talking about going 55 miles per hour down right. the street. Um, <laughs> I love the little nifflers, the little platypus yeah. creature. Oh, Mickey! I just wanted to squeeze it the whole movie. He's very cute. I was thinking he's really cute. And then I was like, he's such a troublemaker. I oh could my God, not deal. I want a bow truckle, I think is what they're Uh-oh. called. I don't know what that is. It, yes, you do. It's a little green, green guy who <gasps> oh, hung out on Newt's. Pickett was his name, right? I think so. Pickett. Oh, he was so cute. Oh, baby. I know. Oh, my God. My heart broke in that scene. When he gave, when Newt gave him to the, <gasps> whatever, the goblin or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, he can't, he's got to have a plan to get him back. I don't know if but he did. I don't think he did. I don't know if he did. Because it all happened, like, it was all circumstantial that he ended up getting him back. Uh-huh. I mean, I think maybe he would have found a way. He might have had to, like, leave him there and then come back for him. But, like, mm-hmm. how would you... I was, my heart was breaking. The little thing's face was so sad. He's, He's like, like no, clinging on to him. Me. It reminded me of, like, if you were going to hand your cat off to someone else and how mm-hmm. they'd, like, cling to you. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and Newt didn't help either because he was obviously oh, yeah. very upset mm-hmm. by it as well. He's like, this is not what I wanted. This is not what I was going into this meeting thinking I was going to have to give up. And you know, when he was, like, hunched over and kind of, like, 
trying to hold back tears. I was like, doctor. That's the doctor. I'm like, I could see it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I swear to God, Matt Smith did that same exact pose at one point when he was sad. <laughs> um, my next note is, uh, it was so cool to see American witches and wizards. Mm. I'm just so not used to that, you know? Right. And I was like, yes! It was just neat to see them. It's like, it was so weird for me because I knew there was a school over in America <laughs> and all that, but like, I was... I guess I'm just so used to in the Harry Potter universe it being UK witches and wizards, not or even European. That's you know, like true because the they bring the other schools in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it was it was it was a little for whatever reason like jarring to me. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, that is cool. Why am I not one? I know <laughs> it's it's like you almost forget like, it's like they worldwide. would be all over the world. Yeah, and there's no reason like Americans couldn't be them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's strange. It was also throwing me off because they a big theme was like hiding themselves from the mm-hmm. nomages. And... Yeah, that doesn't work as well as muggles. <laughs> right. <laughs> the plural version. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird because they don't have to do that. And then I was like, yes, they do. We just spend like all of Harry Potter books or movies at Hogwarts where you're surrounded by other witches and wizards. So... You don't have to worry about hiding your yeah. magical abilities. We don't. Really I just spend keep forgetting any time with anyone who lives in London, which no. would be the equivalent of what right. we just saw. Exactly. So I kept forgetting, like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's like the wizarding community as a whole is on hideout from the non-magical mm-hmm. people. I just forget because it's not as big of a thing. Right. There's like a couple parts, like where Harry and Ron fly the car and mm-hmm. stuff like that, but. It felt like a very big, it was a very big theme mm-hmm. in this movie. Well, something I wonder too, it just got me thinking about how, you know, there's that whole scene in the movies, at least I don't remember in the books if this happens, but Hermione's parents are in Diagon Alley shopping mm-hmm. for her or with her or whatever for school supplies yeah. and they're muggles. And mm-hmm. it's like, because she's a witch, they can do that, but it's like on the whole muggles don't know aren't supposed to know about the wizarding community and i wonder if that was even a thing back then you know so we're talking about the 20s and so probably wasn't as quote-unquote progressive yeah so it's like if a kid turns out to be a witch and has muggle parents Mm -hmm. or nomad parents what do you do right because newt did say to tina about america yeah and how it's weird that like they discourage like romantic Mm-hmm. partnerships or like any kind of commingling with why did that make me think of like race relations back then it's the same like the first thing i thought of was about how you weren't allowed to marry interracially yeah. back then in i mean this not country. It's, it's not the same by any means this is a fantasy <laughs> world this, and racism is real, was real but is real yes um but yeah. It, that's the first thing I thought of, though. I was like, fucking America. <laughs> it might have been their slight poke at racism back Maybe. in the 20s. But instead of color of your skin, it was magical, magical non-magical. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what happens if people, like, find out. Well, but it's... Is it even... I wonder what that all was like in, in Britain, like, back... Yeah, it's true. I don't then. know. Well, and I'm talking about, like, in the fantasy world, like... Oh. It's all, it's, I felt like even in the Harry Potter books, it was like, you didn't reveal yourself to muggles. Is it one of mm-hmm. those things where you fall in love with a muggle and you're like, I gotta tell you something, but you can't tell anyone else? I mean, how does that work if it's like you're not discouraging relationships? Then that's bound to happen. So what's the protocol? I don't know. Do you tell them? <laughs> I kind of, we never got into that. No. But it makes me wonder. Right. And how that maybe have changed, had changed over time between the 20s and the time Harry Potter was in, which is like the 90s, I'm pretty sure-ish. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. I have like seven things to look up based on what we've already just talked about, <laughs> so I'm overwhelmed already, Taylor. <laughs> What's your next note? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, my next note isn't very nice. Okay. <laughs> I did feel like, even though this was made in 2016... The CGI was not that great. 
No, I agree. The only time I was impressed by the CGI was the end with um, Cadence's, like, obscurus... Credence. Thank you, Cadence. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. But yeah, Credence is when he was in Obscurus and he was causing damage and stuff. And, mm-hmm. Like, especially on the subway walls. Like, they made it look like this, like, creeping dust. Like, mm-hmm. that was very cool. But, like, the creatures, I just was like, these aren't very convincing. They don't look very real to me. Right. Uh, I thought that was kind of a shame. Did it's you feel like... the point of the movie. <laughs> um, I can't remember the name. The Hippogriff looked really real in Harry Potter. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, you're, you're asking me. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Well, then there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you just don't really believe in magical creatures, Tressa. You're like, this isn't real. And I can tell. <laughs> I'm trying to think of, like, CGI with, like... Buckbeak. Creatures. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just... I think I would have expected the CGI to be better. It makes me wonder if they spent all their money, like, on the end. They were like, this battle sequence needs to be badass. Mm. And they spent most of their CGI on that. Yeah, that could be. And then their budget, like, when they were, like, getting to the other scenes, they were like, mm, a little low. hmm Yeah, one that really sticks out to me is when Newt is saying goodbye to Frank. Yeah. And I was like, It's mm, really obvious. Yeah. That it looks like his hand is inches away from his face, and of course it's supposed to be stroking his hand. Yeah. Or he, his, whatever. Yeah, his head. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's like, ew, yikes. That yeah. just, that was hard. That was too bad, mm-hmm. I thought, because that was like, God, that's like the point. It makes me wonder what the next movie will look like. Right. If they improved the CGI at all for the creatures. Mm-hmm. It didn't take away from, like, the magic of it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still thought, like, going into the suitcase and that whole, like, he'd set up, like, different, like, climates for mm-hmm. each of his creatures. I was like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. So, I it loved that. It was very cool. Yeah. Just the concept was cool. That was enough for me. So. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that was the note of mine. <laughs> I just said creatures look very CGI. Also put this giant rhino is really cute. The one that was in heat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but she's really cute. Just think if she were tinier. Uh, yeah, if she was smaller. I know. <laughs> if she couldn't, like, run me over or stab me with her horn. Yeah. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. It's not her fault she was so horny. <laughs> oh, oh Teresa. I did feel like, um, this is also not a nice note, but... I felt like there were kind of too many characters. Hmm. Really? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not too many, but just a lot. Where, I mean, okay, so there was like the, the super, the, you know, uber religious family. Yeah. Or the anti-witch family. Conspiracy theory family. And then there was (sighs) the like American wizarding government. Yep. And then there was, was what's her name? Queenie's sister? Tina. Tina. Okay, there's Tina and Queenie. It's kind of their own thing. And there was Jacob. And then there was Newt. And it was like all of those people who had kind of differing stories who came together, you mm-hmm. know, some at points. And it was just like, who is that again? What's their affiliation? Hmm. And and the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Harry Potter had this many plus people. So this is nothing, right. you know? Yeah. It was just, like, all new people, and I think it just was a lot for me to absorb the first time around. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how you felt about that. What do you think? I mean, I felt like it was fine. <laughs> just because I I felt like everyone was kind of, like, a minor character, minus Newt, Tina, Queenie, Jacob, Graves. Who? And Graves, the uh, yeah. evil guy. And then... I feel like they were the five big ones, and then, like, the next level below was, like, the Madam President and Credence mm-hmm. and his mom and sister. And then after that, I feel like everyone was just, like, extras. You yeah. Know? Like, I didn't really need to pay attention to who they were. Mm-hmm. I guess I was trying to because I'm so unfamiliar with the story mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, they could come back and I need to oh, okay. comprehend who they are, what they are. Yeah. I That's know. fair. It just felt like a lot, um, but that's what happens the first time around in any mm-hmm. movie with, like, more than two main characters, probably. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
one part that really broke my heart was when they were being arrested and they took his case. Yes. And he was like, don't hurt my creatures. They're not dangerous. Mm -hmm. And he was like begging. Yeah. And I was like, I was like almost crying when I watched it because I was like, please don't hurt them. You know? know. And he was, he feels so strongly about it, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just, I can only imagine like he feels like he's their caretaker. I mean, it's, that's, that's like this, it's like somebody dragging your cat away from you and be like, please don't hurt him. You know, he won't hurt you. Mm -hmm. It's just like hurt my heart to watch that happening. Well, yeah. And he, I'm sure feels responsible for whatever may happen to them because he brought them here. Yeah. Not that he meant to, like, have some of them get loose and have everything that happened happen, but... It all just kind of tumbled. (laughs) Yeah. And he still felt... And because the whole thing, his whole mission is to prove to the magical world that... They're not dangerous. They're not dangerous. These creatures that we don't know anything about, we shouldn't just, like, kill them off or whatever. Mm -hmm. We should try and learn about them, and they're not dangerous. And I think his fear was they would go down there and be like, oh my god, look at these creatures. We've heard these stories. Yeah, let's just just annihilate. Yeah. So. Oh, I know. I was very concerned. I was like, oh my god, what are they going to do? Luckily, they didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. They, they were all back. fine. It's okay. Yep. Everything was good. See, even though the creatures looked not real to me, I still had an incredible amount of sympathy <laughs> and concern for them. So the filmmakers didn't fail. They did their job. <laughs> um, just going to throw in a quick disclaimer here. <laughs> Trust is really loud. Down. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, <laughs> watch out for Tressa. <laughs> <laughs> She's been. She got the zoomies today. <laughs> She's been wild. Um, my cats have reached a point in the evening where they are being crazy. So I apologize if you hear them in the background with these new mics that pick up everything. Everything. <laughs> so, just a disclaimer. No, that's the one's drinking. Lori, why do you have to be crazy? Hmm? She actually probably just wants to go lay on the bed. Lay down. <laughs> you poor baby. Hey, did you know you can lay on the couch? It's also comfy. I've been here all day. I must go lay somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, what were you saying? Anywho, what, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I really like like is a relative term, but the, the whole like credence storyline mm-hmm. and his like family, mm-hmm. his weird ass family and stuff. Like obviously it's not happy, so I don't like it per se, but I think it was really an interesting addition to the mm-hmm. story. Um, because it was like kind of the, you know, uptake on the religious fanatics of especially America, you know, but mm-hmm. that are everywhere. Um, yeah paranoia about uh witchcraft and all that stuff um and i really felt for credence the whole time although it was pissing me off that i could not figure out how i knew him like his face like the actor i still don't know another thing to look up add to the list taylor (laughs) i'm not making a list (laughs) same (laughs) um but yeah i put i put um one thing about the that i really liked was you know the scene where he's about to get beaten by mm-hmm. his quote unquote mother, his poor mom. excuse for a mother. Yeah. His foster mom. <sighs> She's awful. Um, they did a really good job of, you know, when the belt was like whipped out of her hand by him mm-hmm. and then it was scooted away and they had like, they had filmed it where her face, they filmed her face where it was at an angle. And she was, like, looking down, trying to get it. And I was like, they're doing a really good job of making magic, which in this universe has been, like, something that's really cool and fun. But they made it look scary. Mm-hmm. They made it look like a horror movie mm-hmm. in this. And I was like, I'm getting, like, legit horror movie vibes from this scene, which I thought was really cool. I was like, they're doing a good job at making this very familiar, fun thing scary to me. Right. Well, I mean, it's like demons or something in the house, you know? (laughs) Think about what her thought is on magic, though. I mean, they communicated that well, really well. I was Mm. just impressed by that scene. The way they did it was really effective. Yeah. So, I loved that. And, yeah, honestly, when Credence, like, attacked her, or whatever you want to call it. Killed her. Yeah, I guess she died, so. (laughs) But, I mean, ugh. 
It's like, she's one of those people that I'm like, good riddance. Bye. <laughs> she definitely doesn't need to be fostering children. Oh, that's <laughs> for sure. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? He deserved to get his revenge somehow. When did you think he was the Obscurus? Oh, I don't didn't put any of that together, really. At all. Like, they had talked about it, because he had, you know, Newt had one in his suitcase or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm wondering if there's a connection with the Lestranges and Obscurus. Mm-hmm. There's something there, too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's probably a next movie thing. But, um, I didn't really put that together at all until he was like, I don't want to control it. And it happened, and I was like, oh. He's that so thing they were talking about. Did you think it was his sister for a while? No, I didn't think it was anything. Oh, okay. I just thought it was a creature he had. Oh. You thought it had gotten out of Newt's case and he didn't realize it? No. Oh. I didn't realize there was one out at all. Oh, okay. I don't know why. Did Not they even... Mi- they meant... I mean... Did they say that and I just missed it somehow? They said it right before they got taken away. What? Because he... Away? An Obscurus kills the politician guy. Oh, he does, doesn't he? And Newt says, like, that wasn't a beast. You all know it wasn't. It was an Obscurus. <gasps> and they're all like, arrest them. Take them away. Wait, when does he say that? Sorry. When... Oh, when they're in, like, the courtroom. Yeah. When Tina brings him in unknowingly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like, not knowing she's also going to be arrested and right. sentenced to death. I was like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. I know. That's something. Well... It's because the guy who sentences her to death is I know. I know. <laughs> a bad I know. guy. We know who he is now. But also that death penalty was interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's and like it they make you commit suicide. Me. Yeah, pretty much. But it also... So it looks like... So just to anyone who hasn't seen it, what they do is they take a memory, mm-hmm. or I guess multiple memories, I'm not sure. Yeah, there were a lot for Tina. And they, like, <laughs> chuck it into what kind of looks like a body of water, mm-hmm. um, and then you go sit it's on a chair. Pensive. Like a poison pensive. Yeah. Pen- pensive? Pensive, I think. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not the um, But you sit on a chair in the middle of it, and it, like, slowly lowers, and the liquid is actually... I, like, acid or something, because yeah. it was, like, burning the chair that she yeah. was on. I saw that. But it's playing, I think it's supposed to be playing happy memories. So you're like, yay, what? oh, so nice, I want to go visit this again. I suppose if you're going to die but anyway. towards the end of Tina's, it was not happy memories. I so know. I was like, was this on purpose? Was this on accident? Like, what's know. happening? That was strange. Is it, like, supposed to be kind of a torture before you die? Like, oh, what's happening? No, I don't want to go there anymore. Oh, I don't have a choice and I'm dead. Like. I don't know, but it seemed like a very 1920s wizarding death penalty tool. Yeah. I was like, this is just, I don't, I don't know. I, what, I don't know what the alternative would be. Can you technically use an unforgivable curse if you're fulfilling a death penalty that's what i I mean i do you feel like no do you have to basically coerce someone into accepting suicide ish yeah i don't i don't know anyway Mm. that was a whole another thing look it up (laughs) (laughs) but just to go back a touch Mm -hmm. so when they're in that interrogation room or whatever That was the first moment that I was like, oh, maybe Graves is, like, one of Grindelwald's followers oh, or something. Oh, nice. Because... That was the moment. Okay. For you. For me, yeah. Yeah. Because they're talking about... I mean, I didn't get a good feeling off of him. Yeah. But it was then that I was like, oh. A connection to Grindelwald? Yeah. I don't think I thought about that, though. But it was because he... Newt was talking about the Obscurus that he had in his case. Because right. they'd, like, taken it out. And he was like, it's harmless... Because the girls who obscure us it was died. Like, she's already dead. And Graves said something along the lines of, oh, it's useless without the host. Mm-hmm. And then Newt was like, useless? Useless? Why would you use it? Right. Well, uh-huh. he repeated it a couple times and I was like, oh, does he know something, like, good about an Obscurus? And then he said, why would you ever use it? And I was like, oh. So, no, it's pure evil, 100%. And yeah. now he's questioning why this guy is like, oh, well, this is useless without uh-huh. the host. Well, and I was wondering, 
I was like, what does he want with Credence, you know? Mm -hmm. What is he trying to get out of this poor kid? And clearly he knew he was an Obscurus. Or had one in him. No. He thought Credence knew a child that had an Obscurus. Because he kept telling Credence, you need to find the child. You need to find this child. We need to, like, help this child. We're running out of time. Where's the child? Have you found the child? But, like, why did he go to him? Because, I don't know. <laughs> I There were, to me, there were a lot of, like, unanswered questions about that part of it. I was like, what does he want with him? Well, maybe he saw, like, there are a lot of children, because they feed all of the, like, hungry children in town. And he saw that Credence was, like, a really messed up kid because of the way he was Credence? raised. And so he's like, oh, I can gain this kid's trust real easy. I can manipulate him. And have him do my work for me. Fucking gross. Yeah. But then another thing that kind of sort of confirmed what I was thinking in the interrogation scene is I think Graves was almost trying to say that Newt was one of Grindelwald's followers because then Newt was like, it's, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's something in the Harry Potter series that you learn about later that Dumbledore Mm. and Grindelwald, when they were like friends when they were younger and all that jazz, they kept saying like, like, for the greater good, or, or something like yes. that. And Newt said that. He said the quote. And then he said, no, I'm not one of Grindelwald's, like, uh-huh. lackeys or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God. I think that guy is. That guy must be. Okay. But then I was wrong. <laughs> eh, whatever. I mean, he sort of is one of his followers. Does it count if you're the person? Are you also your follower? You're a leader at that point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, I felt bad for Credence. Okay. Yeah. Long story short, Long story Credence's short. story sucked. Long story short, I put did not put all of that together with the Obscurus. I really didn't until the end. But, like, there were so many signs. I don't know how I missed that. I was also really tired. I already Trista told Taylor did this. fall asleep during, like, the huge the battle scene. scene. Somehow. That's when I fell asleep. I was pretty damn tired, okay? I started <laughs> the movie late. <sighs> but, yeah. I think I just must have been not... I'm able to put the puzzle pieces together. So, but very clearly now that you like set it all in order with everything leading up, I'm like, oh yeah, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> but that's what that was leading to. <laughs> Duh. Whatever. Oh my gosh. But the scene where he, um, Colin Farrell, Graves, goes to like confront him or whatever. The one where he, it's after he kills Ma. After Credence kills Ma. Uh-huh. Yeah, and he goes to, like... Their house or whatever. Comfort, quote-unquote. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I just wrote down, bruh, don't mess with Credence. Like, what are you doing? It, like, took me by surprise when he punched him in the face. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was like, oh, be just like Ma. Yeah, exactly. Um, And abuse this poor kid mm-hmm. who's got this immense power inside of him that he doesn't know how to control. Mm-hmm. And that's, no wonder he was so tortured. That's why I've just felt I terrible. And also he grew up with someone who was like, witches and wizards are evil. And they should be destroyed. I the whole time that this thing that was different about him was wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, so sad. Um, yeah, that's why I was really upset at the end when they killed him. Yeah. And I was just like, they're talking him down. And of course, Nude is the perfect person to do that. Because, of course, his experience with animals and, like, fucking horny giant rhinos, he's (laughs) able to, like... He's able to connect. Calm and... Yes. uh Uh-huh. So he knew what he was doing, and yet they came in and killed him anyway. And I was like, that poor kid did not deserve to die. That was sad. Mm Mm-hmm. That upset me. So. (sighs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sure you didn't like it either. No. I... Yeah. No. I thought I thought that scene was gonna go differently. I did too. I thought they'd be able to like figure it out and maybe he'd be like sent to whatever the American version of Azkaban is. And so then that wouldn't be very nice either. So. Well, no, but at least he lives and maybe he's not sentenced there for the rest of his life. <laughs> <sighs> or like I don't know, do they have a juvie for maybe <laughs> underage wizards? <laughs> Surely they have to. Something like that. What other notes do you have? Well, I had another question that came back to Graves slash Grindelwald again. Like, 
Oh, yeah, if that hasn't been made clear yet, Graves was Grindelwald in disguise. You find Uh that out at the end of the movie. But I was like, what did he have to gain by controlling Credence? But we kind of talked that out. Like, you think it's just because he thought Credence had access to all these children and could figure out which one had the Obscurus inside of him. But, like, what did he want with it? Did he just want to make a show? I mean, it's a powerful thing. He probably thought he could control it, and then he's got this huge thing that you, like, people aren't sure how to, fully sure how to defeat, mm-hmm. and it can kill in, like, an instant. So I don't know if it was that, or if, you know, after they did kill it, collectively, then yeah. he goes into this whole speech about how, look at what, what this separation does. Yeah. You know, and we have to be in hiding, and yeah. now we have to clean up this mess. And I was like, was it all just a means to an end? So he could have that moment where he's, like, trying to manipulate this whole government? I saw that moment as, well, crap, there goes what I was trying to okay. get. And now I don't want these people to know who I actually am. So I'm going to be like, well, I'm done with you all because mm-hmm. you're still going along the same line, yeah. lines. And that's whole, that's Grindelwald's whole thing is, like, uh-huh. he's having to hide from non-magical. Yeah. So. I guess maybe, like, had I known who it was from the beginning, you know, it probably would have been more clear. But I, I don't know. It, to me, it was just like, well, okay. I just did not understand his motivation. For most of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Until he was revealed. And I was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's probably how it's supposed to be. Maybe. You're not supposed to... Know, like, why is this guy so obsessed with finding this child? Yeah. Because you don't even know he's after an Obscurus until... For a while. Yeah, you're just like... There's or child. you're like me and don't put that together <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, I think the whole point is you're supposed to be, like, questioning what his okay. motivation is. Okay. Maybe. I'm I'm very not used to evil characters, though, that you don't understand mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. So there's just a little, a little different take on it for me. Yeah, most of the rest of my notes are about being sad that Credence died and then also being really sad about Jacob. One of my notes is, hoping Jacob didn't lose his memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because it's not made clear at the very end if, like, seeing Queenie re-sparked it or because they made out right before or during his memory loss. Mm. Once he sees her, he's like... Like something comes back. Clearly he's... (laughs) I'm assuming he's dreaming about the things that he saw. See... (gasps) The baked goods. (gasps) Yes. This this was my thought process when I watched this. I was like, okay, no, they're not going to make him actually lose his memory. Even after Madam President said to, she left. So I was like, okay, they'll figure out, like, a way to get him out and he can keep it. Mm -hmm. And then he walked out into the rain. I was like, okay, maybe there's, like, a spell or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was the... It came out the factory and all that. And I was like, oh, man, I guess he did. Like, he he doesn't remember any of it. And then he opened his bakery, and you see all of his pastries, which are the creatures he met. And I was like, oh my god, he didn't lose his memory. Oh. And I just then, figured he was dreaming about him. But yeah. Well, he might have been, because then that lady asks where he gets his idea, and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, Damn. What is he? What was he going to say? <laughs> oh, well, there was a, this day where I ran into a bunch of wizards. I know. I think it was just the way he said it that I was like, he doesn't. He doesn't know. He doesn't remember. I think it's just, he probably thinks it's his imagination or some yeah. crazy dreams he's having. But I think he, I feel like he recognized Queenie. I feel like he did too. In, in a way that, almost like, probably like a past life way where it's like a deja vu moment for him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know why. He's just like, oh, I recognize your face. Like, mm-hmm. Or... You know, what she said when he first saw her. She said something like, don't worry, lots of guys think the same thing you did when they first see me. So maybe it's just him being like, oh my god, this lady. She hot. Yeah. <laughs> Which also she was. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is this actress? And her yeah. outfit was so cute. All of her outfits were cute. Was she was very her. cute. Also, Tina's really cute. I really liked mm-hmm. her too. And I really liked that actress specifically in this movie. Mm-hmm. She did a good job. And I didn't recognize either of them. I was like, who are these people? They're great. Why aren't they in more things? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was so nice to see, like, magic done. I know you see it sometimes with the Weasleys, mm-hmm. but you're used to, like, magic at that point. And it was just nice to see magic done in, like, a household. And I thought it was funny when Queen was like, I love to cook. But then it's like, does she cook or does she just use, like, magic Yeah, she's not. Cook? She ain't cooking shit. <laughs> oh, I want to eat that strudel she made, though. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. But it was just fun. <sighs> fun to see that. And It was. 
We didn't really talk about the main four at all during this. No. Just trying to untangle Grindelwald bullshit. <laughs> I mean... I don't know, but... I liked them all. I did too. So... They were all very likable main characters. Mm-hmm. I even... I loved Jacob. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's it, like the one you need. Because he's the nomage. Yeah. And so he's the one that the audience needs to be like, what... What is happening here? Yeah, so then to they get can some exposition. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. That's very true. So. Mm-hmm. Well, that made me sad, but I was actually pretty satisfied with the ending. Mm-hmm. Like, the way they did that, I was like, that's cool. Because, like, you can tell there are bits and pieces that stayed with him. He didn't lose the whole experience completely. Yeah. Um, it, it did, like, give me a little bit of PTSD because of Doctor Who and Donna. Mm, Donna. And I was like, God damn it. <laughs> well, at least with Jacob, if you want to make an argument, it's only, like, a few days. I know. Where Donna, it's like, who knows how much time. Years of experience and adventures and growth. Yeah. Like, as a person. Mm-hmm. Jacob, yeah, I agree. I don't think it was that painful because of that. Yeah. Um, It's also a lot less sad because when it happens with Donna and the doctor, she's like, no, 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 don't do it. And Jacob is and like, Jacob is I like, know I have to do this. This is what has to be done. This is the way. And he, like, willingly walks into the rain. I know it's upsetting. It's really sad, but but think about it. I don't know what happens in the second movie, but I can only imagine that he starts to date Queenie and she just breaks all the societal expectations and tells him she's a witch. I hope he gets his memories back. And they work with it, and maybe they slowly come back over time. I hope something like that happens, because I think what what kind of hurt me the most during that scene wasn't even like the Queenie-Jacob relationship. It was when Jacob was like, we all know Newt only kept me around because, well, why did you? And Newt was oh, like, no. because I liked you. Because you're my friend. <laughs> my it was like, heart. oh, ouch. It's because, hurting. Yeah. Just like all the experiences they'd gone on. Yeah, that was hard. Ugh. That was hard. <sighs> so, do you have any more notes? Mm-mm. I have just a few, not like specific, mm-hmm. but I definitely said, I said that I want to watch it again to try to pick up on more of the beasts throughout. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, and I like I said, I had a hard time understanding the actor who played Newt, so I feel like the next time I watch it, I might put subtitles on yeah. just so I can read and see what he's saying. <laughs> because, well, some of the, like, names of the beasts are weird, so... Oh, I had to look up Niffler. I was like, what is the platypus-like creature from Fantastic Beasts Niffler. that steals money? Niffler. Mm-hmm. Do you think, how do you feel compared to Harry Potter? Oh, that's hard to say. There's, I know they're in the same universe, yeah. but it reminded me um, of Rogue One. To just talk about another fandom. Why not? Let's just throw something else in there. <laughs> but, like, I love the original Star Wars movies. And of all the spinoffs I've seen, I thought Rogue One was excellent. Um, and it fit really well in the universe, but it was still it's very much its own thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt about this. Like, I was like, this made me happy. I know, mm-hmm. like, the initial, like, music, when I heard the, the intro music, like, I almost, was almost crying, because I was like, I forgot Harry Potter, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a super enjoyable movie. Mm-hmm. It's just different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, it's hard to compare the two. Yeah. I get that. Because it is way before. Like, let's say this is in the 20s, uh-huh. and Harry goes to school in the 90s. Mm-hmm. 70 years. Like, Voldemort isn't even a thing yet. Is he even born at that point? I don't point? think so. No. Yeah. So Weird. <laughs> I get it. I just, for me, it was like, it's, it's almost harder. I did definitely have, like, an emotional connection to the characters and things yeah. like that. But it's, it's different because I grew up with Harry Potter and I grew up watching the movies, reading the books and spending like more time with the characters. So sure. It's, you know, I feel like, I don't know if you'd had a character all throughout Harry Potter and then the seventh book, they have to like lose all their memories. Oh, I'd be fucking upset. (laughs) Like that would be next level. That's like, that's comparative to Donna. Yeah. 
I did like it. Um, I liked that there was like a small mention of Dumbledore. I know. And you know he's in the next one. I know. I actually was kind of... Jude Law! Right. I couldn't remember if he was in both or just the second one. So I was like, when is he going to show up? When is he... I thought he was going to like come into the court or something and like save them like Mm. he does with Harry. But no. (laughs) Didn't happen. But it sounds like he's good friends with Newt. Or Mm -hmm. not good friends, but like he was the headmaster at Hogwarts and... I think he's a professor at this point. Oh, sure. Because Newt was supposed to be expelled, but one professor... Dumbledore, of course, fucking naturally. argued for him. <laughs> of course. So, and when New, when the, when Graves Grindelwald was like, "What? Why does this like Dumbledore care so much about you?" And uh-huh. it was like, "I couldn't say." I was like, "That is like very Harry and Dumbledore." True, true. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Dumbledore kind of he always like takes like the underdog and wants to like lift them up. Yeah. He's just kind of that guy. Although I guess Harry's situation was a little different cuz Dumbledore knew like Harry. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That was uh <laughs> no, we all know the details of that now and we're like, "Oh my gosh, ethically questionable decisions were made." <laughs> of course he was ethically questionable and we learn about his affiliation with Grindelwald. That's just goes true. to show that like there is nobody is black and white, good or no. evil. It's very <laughs> Everybody has their gray areas. So. I suppose an argument you can make for Dumbledore about that is he was still, like, a young... Yeah. Especially with how old wizards live, which is, like, who knows? Very, like, teenager at that point in wizarding years. Yeah, so. and also he was, like, as far as we know, like, in love, too. Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, your vision is clouded with all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, one last thing I want to say is I mm-hmm. found it very weird when Newt was putting, like, all that armor on... Um, <laughs> Jacob. Yeah. And Jacob's like, why do I need all this? And he's like, well, your skulls are more susceptible. Su- su- oh. <laughs> Can I say this word? I don't know. Sus- Would you like me to help you? Su- yes. Susceptible. Susceptible. Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, okay. Why did I think there needed to be a C in there? I think in there the is beginning. a misspelling, maybe. Okay. But. <gasps> Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> more prone to being, like, crushed and things like that. And yeah, I was like, are wizarding bodies... Exactly. I, I had the same thought. I was like, are they stronger? Yeah. What is there something mean? different? And then that also reminded me of the doctor. Oh. Just being like. Well. Because yeah. he has like the two hearts and like he can also regenerate. So yeah. <laughs> he gets hurt. But I was like, that's weird because that's never been mentioned before. At least in the mm-hmm. series and the movies. Maybe if you like deep dive on Pottermore or something, there's something about. Yeah, but I've never heard that no. either. And it's not like if he had broken bones, you know, he could get some of that grow or whatever it is. Well, Ron gets splinched when they're. Uh, <laughs> Apple- whatever. Yeah, operating yep. out of the ministry. And they fix him. There are all kinds of ways to fix bodies. Yeah. So, like, even if some, well, I don't know. Maybe he just was saying, like, it's very, it's less likely I'll get Injured. mauled by her yeah. because she trusts me, she knows me. Mm-hmm. And so he just did that as a protective measure. It wasn't, like, a general wizard versus human. Yeah. And maybe at, in the 20s they didn't have whatever that stuff was that well, Hermione had. Well, that's true. I suppose there would be, like, technological advances in the wizarding mm-hmm. community, too. Yeah. So maybe they didn't have that. Huh. I don't know, but... Just overall, to wrap this up, I enjoy it. Me too. I liked it a lot. I'm excited to watch the second movie. Me too. We'll have to do (laughs) another episode on it. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked it. I'd give it a pretty high score. If I were going to, like, review it. What do you think you'd give it? Like an 8 out of 10. Yeah. That's pretty good. I liked it a lot. So. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't didn't think about a rating for it, so. I don't have one ready, but... I didn't really either, but, like, the more we talked about it, the more I was like, it was a pretty solid movie. Mm-hmm. And I really, I, like, appreciate when movies go in a different direction than I think they're gonna go in. Yeah. And and it works. Obviously, if it doesn't work, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you do that? But, like, yeah, this this <laughs> totally worked, and I was I was just pleasantly surprised, and I like being surprised yeah. when I watch movies. Mm-hmm. Huh? It was nice. It was. Yeah. So I guess uh, that's it for Fantastic Beasts. And where to find them. Mm-hmm. Very nice. <gasps> Sorry. Oh, except for Taylor's <laughs> final, final thought. <laughs> well, this just reminded <laughs> me of it. When Tina said at the very end of the movie, like, I'll keep an eye out for your book, Fantastic Beasts and yeah. Where to Find Them, did she name the book I'm at pretty that sure point? she just named the book. Okay. That's, that's, uh, that's what I got, too. That's how I read it, but I was like, he didn't have a name for his book yet? 
He's just so. going to call it beasts. Beasts. <laughs> creatures. Peaceful creatures. Probably. Creatures you should not hurt. Yeah. <laughs> By Newt. Scamander. Scamander. A Hufflepuff. Oh, is he a Hufflepuff? Yeah. Because of course he is. Didn't you see his scarf? I did, but I didn't put it together. He's a Hufflepuff. Of course he is. He's a perfect Hufflepuff. That makes complete sense. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. You finally got your Hufflepuff. Your famous Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff tail. Famous Hufflepuff. He has his whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Fantastic beast. Yeah. It's <laughs> pretty cool. Yeah. Okay. Poor Ravenclaw. They're the boring house anyway. They have no one. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll make another one with some other author of a book who's a Ravenclaw. <gasps> Sorry, speaking of houses, though. Yes. When I heard the name of the American Wizarding School, yeah. I was like, what are yeah. there houses? Where can I take a quiz? How can I know where I'd be sorted Did if you do I it? were a wizard? I never found it. Oh, I'm I sure I found their houses, but I didn't find, like, a quiz. And they didn't seem perfectly translatable no, I don't think they are. to the British houses. I feel like there's... Maybe after we're done recording this, we'll take a quiz, and if we're able to find it, we'll post our results on Instagram. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Just think of how disappointed our listeners will be if we can't find anything. Probably They're not waiting. Very. They're on the edge of their seat right now, Taylor. They're probably like, when is this going to end? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. You want to talk about tea? Yeah. <laughs> Can we go first? Huh? Do you want me to go first? Sure. Well, I'm drinking out of a Slytherin mug. Because, of course. Um, and I had the orange jasmine tea from Tea Forte. Tea Forte. Tea Forte. And as we said at the beginning, it's super fragrant. It's like orange up your nose. But like in a good way. And I feel like it's really good. Make my mouth really dry, but I say that with almost every tea. That Yeah. I feel like there's been maybe one. That you said, my mouth's not very dry. Plus, let's go back and listen so I can drink more of that tea. It was the white tea that you had. Oh, okay. Which, what is this? This is a green tea. Oh, okay. Um, but it's really good. It's, I wouldn't say, like, the taste is as strong as the smell of it was, but it didn't need to be. I still feel like it's a nice, like, slightly orangey vibe. So the orange isn't, like, overpowering? No, not at all. Do you taste jasmine? I don't know what jasmine um, tastes like. yes. But I also don't really know what jasmine tastes like. <laughs> it tastes something else, and we're just gonna say it's jasmine. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think I'd give this a 7 out of 10. So. Not bad. Yeah. I wouldn't, like, I would honestly <laughs> rather smell it. <laughs> like, I'd rather have it as, like, a potpourri or something. All right, so get dressed in orange jasmine ca- candle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> oh, anyway, it's good, though. Kim. Yeah. What about you, Taylor? What'd you have? I had the white bamboo white pomegranate. So many things. White tea. Does it have well, bamboo I think, in it? I think white bamboo is, like, the name of the company. Oh, okay. So I the the flavor of the tea is white pomegranate. Um, I actually really enjoyed it. Cool. And you're not a big fruity tea Mm-mm. person either, are you? No, but I think it wasn't overpowering. It was mm-hmm. kind of like, I mean, it was a bit stronger than what I'm about to say, but it was kind of just like flavored water, which I know is what tea is, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like the the flavors were not overpowering by any means so it was very easy to drink mm-hmm. so cool I don't mind it um i don't have any more of these i mean it honestly probably wouldn't be one that i reach for but to try it out i liked it good so i'd maybe give it like a six out of ten okay i couldn't finish it again i know i didn't finish mine either it got cold, and just for me, cold tea does not translate. If it starts hot and ends cold, I, I just know. don't think it's as good, so it's harder for me to finish it. It's not the same. You're right. You're but. right. So. Hmm. Well, that's pretty good for a fruity tea for you. Yeah, definitely. So, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alrighty, then. Well, that's it for this episode. Yeah. Of We Are Not Amused. You can email us at notamusepodcast at gmail.com and also f- 
follow us on Instagram at notamusedpodcast, where we post updates about the show, including previews of what's going to come out that week, and we post the day of new episodes as well. Yes. We do. That's what we do. Okay, and um, you can also follow us wherever you get your podcasts and get notified about when new stuff comes up. Also, review us if you can. Yeah. I don't know where that happens, but... I think Apple. I'm sure it helps. Every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. Okay, well, thank you for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Bye.